disappointing, but it'll, it's kind of, you know, it's a weird it goes along comics. with this week because this was kind of a disappointing week. I'm going to let comics, that out of the bag in comics. comics yeah. Uh, it, I found oh, a it was a weird gems. week. I found a couple of gems. Obviously, we always do. We read so damn many books, but I'm just sharing the show around. This is a pre show, everybody. I think we're live. It looks like we are. Uh, yeah, it was a weird week for comics. The shittiest part is, and we'll talk about that tomorrow night. It's a fucking, it's an onslaught of books tomorrow night. Or oh, tomorrow I bet night. it is. Next I week, bet it dude. is. It is an onslaught of books. It's amazing. But anyway, yeah, we're going to talk about that. Uh, I don't know. We're in the... We're in the pre-show. Maybe I should just... I've shared the show around enough. Maybe I should just talk about this now. I did oh, get... Yeah. Show off your, your stuff. I did. There's AK. Day. Oh, maybe, yeah. There's a cool snake maybe eyes. Maybe Taylor will show up. Uh, this is the Ninja Snake Eyes, okay? Uh, he came out a while ago, right? He was like number three, right? He comes with the dope-ass scabbard. You know, this is the ninja guy, you know? This is what everybody remembers Snake Eyes as now. You know, I don't know why, but they do. When we got, when I got him, he came with this gun and then another little handgun. See that little circle in the middle? Why? It's stupid. It's dumb. It's stupid. Anyway, they it's have, probably so he can attach it to his back. <laughs> it's dumb. It also came. He also came with a backpack, and yeah, the backpack does have a little notch in it. You'll see right there by my thumb where his sword does go in there. It's dumb. It's stupid. All right, this is the commando. This is like the original one. Okay, not as as well known and everything, but he comes with the Uzi. With the silencer. No stupid holes in him. He comes with... And you're going to love this shit. He comes with this gun. But look. The clip. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude. The clip comes out. There's Sick. only a couple of... And this one too, does too. The clip comes out. There's only a couple of figures Who's like those? that in the whole line. Uh, the officer that was recently announced. The I Cobra officer? Oh, yeah. The Cobra officer. He has multiple clips that come with him. But... It sucks you got to buy two figures to get the snake eyes that you want. Because obviously the ninja one is the coolest one. He looks just the coolest. You know, and he comes with the sword, but all of his guns are shit. If you want the cool Uzi with the silencer, which if you remember in the movie, you know, Storm Shadows, he's shooting them out of the fucking air. But it's all worth it because it comes oh. with Timber. Yeah, that's Timbers, a beautiful Timber. And Timber's fucking great. He comes with a, a vicious Oh, head. that's you can, awesome. You can yank his head off. It's very satisfying, too, when you put his head on it. It snaps in. So satisfying. But a nice, like, click feel to it. Yeah, you know? a lot you of great articulation it. on him. He, even he's got, you know, paw articulation. Not just the legs, his paws. Oh, uh, yeah. He's got a body left to right sort of articulation, which is just that's weird. cool. And then he's got neck and head, but tail as well. And he is just the coolest. It sucks you got to buy two figures to get the one that you really want, but well, that's capitalism for you. That's capitalism for you. That is capitalism, my American friend. But yeah, it's it's rad. I did break a foot off one of the figures today, but we're not even going to talk. Oh about no, it. don't do that. Rah, rah, I think rah, I can glue it back. And anyway, they're for posing anyway, so it doesn't really matter. It was a cat. Uh, anyway, welcome to the pre show. This is where we're going to talk. Segment one, we'll talk just about what we did this week. I, I watched a movie. 
Oh, he watched the movie. He watched the movie. We're going to talk a little bit about Invincible, a new Flashpoint book, uh, Wonder Girl news, not good news, uh, another an Earth 3 event from from DC. Uh, and then we'll get into the big, big, really big, amazing Spider-Man news from the week, new creative team. And then it's a bunch of X-Men. And then we'll talk about Boba Fett. Everybody watch Boba Fett. Yes. Yeah, Boba Fett was cool. I it was did. It was all right. Uh, got a double dose of food news. We got a moment of destruction Space with Wreckers, Shred, and Circuits number four, the last issue of the series. Surprising issue. Uh, yeah, I'm looking to forward to it too, Andy. Thanks for stopping by. I love that Flashpoint. Uh, the best part about Flashpoint was the tie-ins. I'm expecting this to be kind of like that. I. Yeah, we'll I do it. hope we'll it. I do it. hope it leans more into the that area than the yeah. actual main book flashpoint. But we'll get yeah. into that later. Uh, and then top three in a lackluster week. Uh, I did read an, an independent book. I think it's a Scout comic, maybe Vault. I don't even know the damn publisher, but it was my number one this week. It was great in a week that just did not have a lot of good books. Ooh. Anything else we should add to the list today? I might know which one you're talking about. I know you know. I know you read this. I know you would have been all over this. Adam would have been all over this if he'd have gotten his fucking hands on a copy. I oh, I think I have a very good clue which one it is. Uh, awesome. Anything else we want to add? Nothing. Something. Nothing. Ah, well, I'll just share it when we get to a Halloween's our week. Oh, okay. Okay. Teaser. Let's do it. Let's do it. Stop teasing me. You're teasing me. Oh, yes. I hate this. It is oh, revolting. Such a tease. More? Please. Taylor decided to show up. That was nice. Hi, Taylor. I thought he was iced out. No, I showed up at like the official start time here. Excuse <laughs> me. Taylor is never late, nor is he on time. It's like the dude plays football. It's like, what the fuck? Kick off at 4.30 on the airport. Greetings, Greeks. Welcome back. It's another episode of This Geek in Comics. Outright Geekery's comic book shit talk show. Shit talk show! Taylor, a.k.a. David, how is it going, everybody? I'm doing well, but I was debating whether or not I was going to let it go that David got the Lord of the Rings quote wrong. But no, I Which don't one? think I can. Which it's one? Not- uh, a wizard is never late, nor is he ever early. He always arrives precisely when he means to, not on Aww. time. What is this bullshit, David? This is for the new age, man. It's the Fuck new, that. new age. I uh, am not Tolkien. <laughs> Let's talk about this. <laughs> nor am I an English major. <laughs> I watched a movie this week. Oh, you watched the bad MCU movie. It wasn't bad. Wasn't I had bad. a good time with this. I had a good time. It's not uh, the most popular one now. The problem was it had a lot to, a lot of places to go. Faustus this movie had a lot that it had to do, right? <laughs> These are there's like what ten characters that we've never seen before, and they're trying to give them all screen time and have them interact. It's a heavy yeah. lift. That being said, they did a pretty good job with that, and you know, I liked it. I, I liked it. it. Was, I thought it was fun, but Angelina Jolie man stole the show. Mm. Mm. Man, I forgot all about her. 
And then I saw this movie, and I was like, oh, yeah, Angelina Jolie. <laughs> She's still <laughs> acting. She's amazing. Uh, but, yeah, I'm convinced that the peop- the reason people don't like this is because it's not really an MCU movie. It's more of, like, three DC movies in a trench coat pretending <laughs> to be an MCU movie. It's what arguably the best Justice please? League movie we've gotten, you know. Dude, I love what they did with Macari. I thought it was a lot better than the slow motion nonsense we got for The Flash. I mean, how the fast guy going to be slow? You know, it really wasn't the same as they did in X-Men with Quicksilver. Quicksilver, everything was in slow motion, but him. With Macari, they were just like, no, we're just going to make that bitch go fast. And they did, man. Gotta go fast. She was awesome. She was awesome. She's like I mean, the well, modern I don't know. Sonic. It was fine. Yeah, it's still middle of the road MCU, but. Yeah, it's definitely not high tier MCU, but yeah. you know it's not bad by any stretch. Yeah, but Macari versus Icarus, man, that was a great fight, dude. It wasn't long. It was. I wish it would have been a little longer, but it was great. What'd you guys do this week? Anything fun? Anything worth talking about? Dave said he had something. I do. I do. <sighs> he doesn't sound very excited about it. I, I kind of figured the moment I start talking about it, it's not geek related. It's just very weird. Did you see a UFO or Bigfoot or something? No, one of my coworkers. Please let it be Bigfoot. It's not Bigfoot. Big it's not Bigfoot. One of my coworkers was talking about how when she's at her, where she she's at her, uh, her machine operating it, she sometimes mm. she sometimes sometimes experiences or feels like there's a shadow right next to her. Oh man, it's a ghost story. And I and she was talking about it, and I asked mm. her, and she says, "The it's like a big person is standing right next to me." And I asked her, "Is it a big person like a bodybuilder big, or is a big person like a <laughs> like a?" Tall person, she said, or dare I, I ask, like a Sasquatch big? Yes, Sasquatch it's big. it's the ghost of Sasquatch. Oh well, th- this is this is the reason why I asked it. Because back in 2018, oh, no. the operator of that machine died in a car crash. Why would he haunt his fucking job? Yeah, I mean, if he I died, if he died there, I kind of get it. But if he I mean, died somewhere like else, hell. why is he showing up to work? Yeah, yeah that's right. Just showing up. What a on shitty time. way to send, spend your afterlife. You know? I know that, that, that was that, the sixth what... sense, though. That was the entire thing of that movie, The Sixth Sense. Bruce Willis going to fucking work. You're dead, bro. Why were you going to work? But she, she said, she, I asked her that question, and she like her eyes got really big, and she took like two steps back. And she's she quit. like, and she no, quit. she didn't quit. She's like, I got a promotion at work. Let me tell you how I got it. <laughs> Dave, you I can't be dropping a oh, don't worry. Your workspace is haunted. Shit on her. I mean, what did you expect? I didn't Dude. drop this on her. I was like, I asked her, I asked her that question. And she's like, yeah. she kind of, it kind of feels like a bodybuilder big. And I no, said, Mark's predicted this, that we would haunt. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Joke. <laughs> Joke. But uh, she... Um, that's scary man i told her i told her that the the operator several years ago you know had passed away i said i don't understand why he would be associated with the machine over there unless there was something that happened before he passed away that he had unfinished business with i don't know get the salt but she she's like she's like she's like catholic and she's talking about bringing Uh, here we go now stereotyping catholics she's like i'm bringing i'm I'm bringing I'm going to yeah. bring in candles and stuff. And I'm like, I don't think he's there to hurt you. No one's going to top that. Let's get into the news. <laughs> uh, man, we're going to start with some terrible, terrible news. Just to follow up my terrible, funny. terrible story. Yeah. Um, Invincible is in the news. 
Oh, for all yeah. The, for all the wrong reasons. Definitely all the wrong uh, reasons. It seems like Robert Kirkman, Bob, we call him Bob around here, Bob Kirkman. Nobody calls him Bob. He's being sued uh, by William Crabtree, who was the colorist on the first 50 issues of the Image comic Invincible, which is now an animated series and a big hit and everybody loves it. Um, but yeah, he was, he said, and this is so fucked up. He co-created Invincible. Kirkman in 2005 convinced him to surrender his ownership stake under the guise of making it easier to sell it to studios. That's according to the lawsuit. All right. It gets even better. This is my favorite line. Crabtree claims an initial oral agreement between the two creators was replaced by an alleged scheme by Kirkman and his agents to fraudulently induce him into signing a copyright interest over Kirkman's company. Kirkman approached him at 2005 San Diego Comic-Con and presented him with a certificate of authorship, which purported to, here it comes, characterize all of his contributions as work for hire. And I just, I find that so ironic. Because one of the reasons that Image Comics was created was to sort of get away from that whole, you know, right? I mean, image, work for image hire. is one of the big threes now. It's, it's you know, it's it's like yeah. one of the big three. They everything they've ever hated. Uh, they much. have, man. They're, they're getting the third-party license. Like they're getting Transformers books. If I'm being perfectly honest, though, I don't know that I would consider a colorist one of the creators of a character. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, yeah, that's look, kind the, of a hard the pencil, right there. Sure, the writer, yes. Yeah. The colorist, I really think that's a bit of a stretch. Well, with that said, though, I mean, they are using the models and the colored models directly from the comic for the animated show. You know what I mean? So he should, he should still get some. He sort should get of a piece of that pie. He should get not a colorist, a particularly worth. big one. I'm not saying know. that. Money's money. If you leave a money on the table, yeah, get your lawyer. Get your lawyer. Uh, but I don't know. He wants some money. Uh, this actually happened before, uh, and it was settled out of court. That will probably happen again this Kirkman. time. That will probably happen again. Kirkman rolling in it. He got Walking Dead money. He got Invincible money. He gonna have all. He got all kinds of money. He's going to have Transformers money in a little bit. Pretty soon, yeah. G.I. Joe money. Fix my damn snake eyes. Uh, so yeah, Bob Kirkman still a jerk, still a great comic book writer. It's okay, he could be both. Uh, DC News Flashpoint Beyond. Uh, what right. fresh hell is this? I know it's Jeff April- Johns. That's trying to, to get. That's trying to get in on some of that. The Marvel's um, Amazing Spider-Man Beyond heat right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> People love different versions of really popular characters. Okay, I've blocked out my memory of Flashpoint, so we'll have to do a roll call here. I know that that's um, Thomas Wayne Batman. Yeah, I recognize Wonder Woman, and I'm pretty sure that's Constantine and Penguin there on the left. Who's the guy? Is that Aquaman? I think that's, that's Aquaman. Aqu- King yes, Aquaman. Yeah. Yeah. King that's Aquaman. Flashpoint Aquaman. Flashpoint He's just Aquaman. as lame as regular Aquaman. Uh, Edward uh, Except for he rules Europe now. Yeah. <laughs> Edward Risto uh, is doing the issue zero. It's going to be written by Jeff Johns, Jeremy Adams, and Tim Sheridan with art by Germanico bi-weekly starting April 19th. So wasn't I mean, this it goes on Batman? On. Wasn't like Thomas Wayne from the Flashpoint universe? Didn't he have his spine broken by Bane at the end of Tom King's run? 
He did. Uh, oh yeah, he then, did. He then, did. That did happen. If you read the Infinite Frontier book, no which read nobody that, read, I they did not. Brought him, they Sorry, brought him won. back. So he's fine. I mean, of course he is, but I just wanted to make sure I wasn't like missing a step in continuity, no, and I was. So, oh, yeah. you are you are missing something technically, but, but not something I regret missing, but I did miss that. This looks pretty good. That's some good art. That looks good. I think yeah, that's, that's pretty like, cool. That Rizzo art. No, that's Nauk. This must be a cover or something. Todd Nauk is doing that. Nauk. Nauk. Five G averted. averted. Uh, Come on, man. Got to bring video space. <laughs> just kick a fucking. The dog beat a dead horse. Keep Come kicking them. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, there you go. That'll be uh, April 5th, 48 pages, $6. Max Dunbar, uh, this is his 1 in 25 variant. I think that's the Dunbar variant. That that's a pretty Rizzo. cool variant. That, that, is, that cool does variant. look nice. Uh, there's one. Well, there's a couple more images. There's Batman figuring shit out. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't know. It's weird. What's up with this flag? This old flag. And that's how that's how Jeff Johns always does these pages. They're always teasers to random shit. Yeah, no shit, no shit. But I don't know. It'll be interesting. A lot of events going on at at DC. Man, it looks like Bruce Wayne was like really smelling random. a like rancid fart on that panel on that one page. There. <laughs> like hmm, down there really, in the corner. This, <laughs> this event really stinks. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Jeff Johns is no good anymore. Yeah, and I don't know. I am kind of off of Jeff Johns. You know what I mean? He's just yeah. Not... I'm kind of off of him too. He hasn't really got written a great thing in a while. Like I Doomsday mean, Clock was okay. There was like the Mime and Marionette issue. Doomsday Clock is fucking great. They're ordered. Yeah, it was awesome. But yeah, yeah he's great. really hit or miss, man. All right, DC Comics has canceled Joel Jones, uh, Wonder Girl, early with issue number seven. It was supposed to go to eight. Uh, there was going to be a TV series plan that was canceled. Uh, so yeah, wow. it solicited. Uh, now it was canceled. The issue will conclude with this issue seven. Now, already completed content for that issue, issue eight, is going to go into the upcoming event. Here we go again Trial of the Amazons, Wonder Girl number one and two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, what is that event going on with Batman and Deathstroke and that shit? That's a big event. That's Shadow War. That's, That's happening. Yeah, that's happening. A, so this is happening. There's a lot of crossovers going on, definitely. And there's also this yeah. Aquaman. There's Aquaman, yeah. Aquaman. There's a Black Manta and two Aquaman books going on right now, and then they're going to all head into this Aquaman Pro- book. So there's a lot of events. There's a lot of stuff oh. going on in DC. Yeah. This sounds, sounds like, like a lot of ploy to get me to buy an extra issue of Wonder Girl, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I might as well not even get it, especially if Joel Jones isn't on the fucking art, which I don't think she is for issue seven. But if she was going to do issue number eight, which I think she was, that content will be in that crossover. Man, I'm really surprised they canceled it that soon, though. Like, what's going on with Must that? Must not be selling. And it's it honestly been show. it's been one of the like half a dozen DC books that I consider automatic gets every month, Just especially if Joel Jones is doing the artwork on it. Yeah. But I, I mean, it was gonna. It was there to sell a show, HBO Max or whatever show. So they just they said fuck. And it. so if they're not gonna do the show, why? Not, That's right. That's why, why Bendis got hired, man. Do Naomi, Naomi, whatever. Oh, don't get me started on Bendis. I read that turd of a book he dropped. Oh, it was this gar- week. it was garbage. It was so wordy. 
Oh, the oh uh, gosh. the Legion Justice versus League. Justice yes. League thing. Who yeah. the fuck cares about a Gold Lantern? Come on, that idea has been beat to death. That's the last time Jeff Johns was awesome. All right, that was. I was uh, there in the shop and I saw that issue and I was like, "Should I get this? No, no. no. this wrote no, it. I'm not going to get it. Wise to yeah. not, it not get it. All right, so another crossover event in 2022: War for Earth Three. War for Earth 3 will have three DC ongoing titles, The Flash, Teen Titans Academy, and oh, Suicide no. Squad. Yeah, One like, of those like books 10. is okay. The other two are not. I don't know yeah. if I like Flash enough to carry me into like an event with two books. Exactly. I, like, I like The Flash, but I don't like it that much to read no, two other shit. books that I'm definitely not reading. No, it sounds shit. to me that I'm probably going to stop reading DC for a while. No, there are still some good DC. Tom Taylor's DC, DC is fantastic. On. Williams is doing some okay stuff. I I'll mean, definitely keep so up much. with all that, but okay. not a single bit of these news items you've mentioned yeah. so far today are things that I'm particularly excited about. I am Batman, right, with Fox. He just moved to New York in the in the last issue. The last issue was okay. It had a couple of moving moments, but that book is going to ramp up. It's going to be really hot, man. It, going to New York, I really think they're letting John Ridley off the chain. But anyway, uh, so yeah, and it's going to have two uh, bookend one-shots. Okay, longtime X-Force uh, or Task Force X leader Amanda Waller has been sending her team to other universes. Since the early days of the Infinite Frontier Suicide Squad series. Hmm. I did not realize that. That sounds fucking awesome. If she been doing that. That sounds dope. But now it's going to catch up to her because they go to Earth 3. Um, What's Flash's evil counterpart from Earth 3? I forget. Johnny uh, Quick? Johnny, Johnny Quick. Yeah, Johnny yeah. Quick. Remember he had that little girl that hung out with him. Atomic. They, they had a, oh, that was great. Well, I don't know. They had the best sexual, you know, relationship. It was, it was a great book. relationship, man. You know, it was... Real perverted. Loved it. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, another event at DC Comics. So, 2022 is all events uh, at DC. It's all X-Men over at uh, Marvel. We'll talk about that in a minute. But before that, the biggest news of the year is fucking amazing Spider-Man. Uh, it's his 60th anniversary. We'll hit yeah. issue, what, 900 mm -hmm. by the end of the year. They're renumbering. Renumbering. So, uh, Zeb yeah. Wells is the new writer. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That is yeah. pretty cool. I like Zeb Wells. Uh, he wrote Hellions, which was artist. which was my favorite book of last year. Yeah, Romita Junior is. I mean, I'm not jazzed about that, but Spider Man is a character that Jr. Junior has done a decent job drawing in the past. It's a character he can do reasonably well, depending on what they're trying to get him. If this is going to be like them standing around doing a lot of water cooler talk, he's not particularly good at drawing that. But he's yeah. pretty solid at drawing like Spidey, like swinging in and kicking someone in the face. Well, this know? looks terrible though. This is his cover. It looks that does not look good. No, that it's garbage. That is a that. This is the cover they revealed. The first cover. I'm like, are you serious? This is what you're pushing Spider-Man in his 60th anniversary year. This ah. is the guy you choose. This I mean, guy. I'm more interested he's in got the Savage right Spider-Man. The name does have a pedigree to it. It does. I get it. I get it. You know. Uh, they did release like half a dozen other covers, and I'm sure there'll be a half a dozen more, but I didn't show any of them off. They're great. Peach Moko got a cover. I, everybody oh, got a cover. I'll try to pick up one of those, I'm sure. Everybody got a cover. This, I, I'd be upset if I ended up with that cover. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there's still not a cover price for this. It's probably going to be six bucks. If not I would not be at all surprised. Yeah, but I mean, here's some of the interiors. It's not. 
It's not yeah, great. That water cooler talked right there. It's not I great. I am not a fan of his art just at all, man. At all. Look, this is a ridiculous panel. I get what he's trying to do. It, it's not working. It's not working. It doesn't have that boyish charm that Spider-Man is known for. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I guess. I don't get. Yeah, Dave. He doesn't have that boyish charm. Oh, Peter. I don't know, but I like Zeb well, so I'm gonna. Yeah, give it a oh, yeah. I'll like definitely get Zeb Wells. Zeb Wells gets this uh, look at for me, and I'm interested for us to move past this beyond stuff. Like yeah, I've been dying to really love Spider-Man again, and yeah. they've. They dangled me with a chance with this Dark Beyond ages. stuff, and that that failed. Dark Ages this week got me my Spider-Man fix. It was great. He was awesome in that. He was the narrator. The whole thing it was wonderful. But that's yeah, but like want, that's an alternate like universe. Real, you know? you're right, you're right. We want six one six PD to be cool. You know. Sure. Sure. Uh, all right, X Men. Destiny of X continues as everything that was changed is changing again, but kind of not. Uh oh yeah, another year, another X Men vote. Here are your ten candidates. I think tonight is actually the last night you can vote. They're gonna re- release, release tomorrow who won the thing. Uh, I voted for Gorgon just because he's nif- different, and I want to see you know how he's different. I've been a fan of his since uh, he was first introduced way back in Wolverine in the hand. You know, he look at you and you die and shit. He's a cool character, uh, and he was cool in you know the post Hickman. Krakoa, Age of Krakoa sort of shit, you know? It's yeah. like the bodyguard. Like, Gorgon was the MVP of the uh, Otherworld tournament, for sure. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they do with him, like, now that he has, like, an entirely rewritten personality, or however they're yeah. handling that. But yeah. the way I approach this is, which of these is a characters that I actually like, but I don't think they're going to do anything with them unless they get on the team? I think they're going to do something with Gorgon regardless, so I did not vote hmm. for him. So I voted for Armor. Okay. Yeah, I, you're an armor Firestar. fan anyway. You're an yeah. armor fan anyway. I would, fair. She's awesome, dude. I would pick Avalanche. <laughs> oh, you can go vote right now, bro. Okay. They yeah, already I mean, used Avalanche on uh, Excalibur, didn't they? I don't know. Was he on Excalibur? Uh, I think Richter they did a was. little bit. Oh, that was Richter. Sorry, my. Yeah, Richter was. Oh, yeah, it was Richter. I mixed up my natural disaster. Dude, sorry. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Micro Max, lame. Penance is cool, but they used the hell out of her in that X Corp. Yeah, X Corp really soured me on Penance. And, yeah. you know, X Factor kind of soured Monet, me on though. Siren a little bit, too. I'm not going to lie. That siren's fine. Actually, the voting is closed. Oh, Ooh. we'll have our, our winner, Somali. I the, think. Vote, the voting closed on the 14th. Oh, well. Get that news high. in just in time for it to not matter. Good job, yeah, us. So <laughs> we'll probably have the answer to this. Well, no, it's going to be a one shot. The Hellfire Gala uh, this year is just going to be a one shot. Okay. Probably That's Gary good. Duggan. Probably Gary Duggan or whatever his name is. So there you go. I'm glad it's just a one shot this year. Yeah, me too. Uh, two Queens Battle for the Throne of Limbo in New Mutants number 25. This is going to continue. Uh, Vita Ayala and Rod Rice's New Mutants. That's cool. Uh, yeah, this is a book that's been consistently good since Hickman got off. You know, well, Hickman this- was not really Hickman, on it to begin with. Yeah, it, it was, was Hickman wrote then like a rotating cast of writers, and yeah. like Hickman Hick- did the best of that rotating cast, but it, it got was- way better. Yeah, after we got yeah. this consistent creative team. Uh, Rod Rice is the perfect artist for this. It's you know it feels old school it. New Mutants. He's been killing it, and Vita Ayala is just having so much fun with these characters and and doing shit with them. Uh, it's going to be the labors of magic, magic versus the goblin queen for the queen of limbo. So that'd be fun. This has some great variant covers. They were all like super cheesecake for, for what's her name? 
Uh, X-Force continues. Uh, they're going to deal with Mutant Kind's worst nightmare called Cerebrax. Now, from my understanding is Cerebrax is going to be introduced sort of in the X-Lives, X-Deaths mm-hmm. of Wolverine. That would make um, sense because then also, Percy's writing both of those. Exactly. Uh, Robert Gill is going to get the run. He's actually filled in for the ongoing artists on this book uh, since the beginning, so he's got some tenure there. Mm-hmm. Um, X-Force must protect the island nation from its most dangerous outside threats. In order to do so, uh, the group of mutant kinds most uh, lethal. Blah, 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 blah. It's X-Force. Okay, they're gonna get- X-Force had a great start, uh, but then it kind of stalled out after a while. So I'm, I'm hoping that now this is kind of a restart for it. It kind of gets back into gear and starts actually going places again. Yeah, They have fucking Wolverine surfing on an adamantium surfboard. You're never going to let that go. Are never. You? It will. I will be on my deathbed. <laughs> That's Percy, the hill that Gomer has chosen to die on. Percy, you son <laughs> of a bitch. Uh, moving on. Knights of X. Ten mutants. Or maybe it's Knights of Ten. Ten mutants embark uh, on an epic quest to retrieve the Holy Grail of Mutant Kind, which I thought was Giant Size X-Men number one. I know that's my Holy Grail of X-Men. Uh, new X-Men series, Knights of X, or ten, maybe, by Teeny Howard and Bob Quinn. So this really is, is just the new Excalibur. It new is. Excalibur, different lineup. It, and they're like leaning that. a lot, a lot all heavier new, all into different. the other world stuff. Yeah, they're gonna be like the X Men of other world. world. That's yeah, that's what that's what I yeah. wanted Excalibur to be, but that it really wasn't that for a long time. I really wanted the politics of other world with like these yeah. these different realms of other world. And, like, and I think we're gonna finally get that. In I this hope book. so, dude. I hope so. I think there's a lot of fucking potential with other world and the mutants and just all that shit, dude. So, uh. The gates to Otherworld are closed, and Captain Britain is trapped on the wrong side. Usurpers Merlin and his right-hand man, King Arthur, are now in control of Lunatic Citadel. That's right. Fury is the size of Sentinels, raised villages to the ground in their hunt for the witch breed, which are mutants. Cut off from Krakoa, Betsy is Otherworld's only hero. And to save her people, Betsy must recruit a roundtable of her own. The Knights of X gather to restore the rightful order and rescue desperate mutants. But their quest is about to get so much bigger than that. Of course, uh, that's going to be April thirteenth. I love Shogo in this. Like, it's that's Jubilee's kid. Yeah, it's just, it's fucking weird. All right, it's cool, but man, he's also weird. just a straight up dragon. Yeah, yeah, he's just a straight up dragon. I actually have his first appearance. Was that was that just... uh that X Men book from a few years ago, like the all female lineup? Yes. Okay, I have that one too. Yeah, it's, it actually goes for a pretty good amount because Shogo is as big now. Uh, anyway, last X-Men news. This will be a quick one. Uh, X-Men 92. It's fucking weird as hell. Well, hey, you know, uh, this, show? DC's bread and butter. You know, they they just pimp out books that are just callbacks to old well, shit. Well, this they isn't did even past. that. This, this is, is that, but it's with a twist. They're, yeah. they're, they're doing the Krakoa, but with the X-Men 92 sort of pastiche. Yeah. What if... Seems to me, first and foremost, this is part of the press blitz for X-Men 96 cartoon, you know? It definitely feels that way, dude. And and that kind of makes me feel better about that animated series. If they're going to lean hard into the Hickman era of Krakoa for that series, dude, it's going to be a lot cooler. You know, I don't know what else they would do. I'm sure they could just do what they did in the original show, just grab arcs and play those arcs out, you know, over a season, Mm. you know, or a half a season or whatever. But 
Yeah, in 2019, Hickman revolutionized Mythos with House of X, but what would it look like if the Krakoan Age was ushered in decades earlier? Find out in this book. Steve Fox, uh, Salva Espin is doing the art. That goes on sale April 6th. Uh, I'll definitely get it. It looks fun and stupid and a weird idea. All right, Boba Fett. Everybody watch Boba Fett. Uh, this is episode three, The Streets of Moss Espa. Uh, Danny Trejo is dope. I love the motorcycle. Space Machete. Band. Space Machete is fucking. Man, those mad. Tuscan Raiders didn't last very long. No. It had those. No. It had that same sort of thing uh, with uh, Aunt Varu and Uncle Owen. You know, it, did. it, it, it felt did. like that, dude. I assume next episode's flashback is him like fucking up the biker gang. You know, probably. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. He's gonna fuck somebody up. Uh, but great times. Uh, that was a cool fight. The Black Santa, yeah, Black uh, Chrysanthemum, like was a pr- he had a pretty badass like first time seeing him fight in live action moment, so that was pretty. Oh cool. yeah, he was. It took really like badass. twelve people to beat him, so yeah. Yeah, but as he ran off, you know, from from he did have a dopey run when he ran away. I will give him. Well, that. I just he tend to the, have dopey runs. I saw the peak of my Darth Vader number one stop, you know, going up. So <laughs> uh, I was a little pissed about that. Well, he's going to come, come back. He'll come back. He's got he, he basically he's gonna have like a life death, a life death. I'm yeah. predicting he'll get hired by Boba to like help him fight. Oh, these, for sure. Like, I thought assholes. that was gonna happen immediately. Before I'm betting they wanted to. I bet they're gonna do the thing where it's like, "Ha, we've defeated all your forces, Boba Fett. Have yeah. you?" And then like he like pops up out of the corner. <laughs> Instead, he hires the fucking Power Rangers. You know, <laughs> he did. He did. Okay, uh, so I don't mind I these kids. I don't even mind their kind of weird neon uh, motor scooter thing. But that <laughs> chase scene scooters. was way too slow. I yeah, agree. Like, the these mopeds chasing the slowest speeder I have ever seen, like yeah. at a walking pace through the town. Yeah, solo that should have been so that would have been so much better. better. That you is need like to crank up the speed. We saw you do a high speed chase in the last goddamn episode. Why yeah. was this one so slow? Yeah, uh, <laughs> because it's the mayor's assistant. <laughs> he's not a very good driver he's not he doesn't seem to be very uh, very quick to me so this is funny uh kieran gillen the writer of darth vader number one his working name for black chrysanthemum was nubaka nubaka is fucking hilarious uh we also had another little bit of an outcry here and this goes back to stuff we've been saying forever whether going back to the comic book union that image got or uh, talking about all of these creators who, you know, die poor or get sick and don't have any money, even though they created these characters that make millions and billions of dollars. Uh, Salvador La Roca took to Twitter. And unless my translations are uh, shitty because he's a Spanish speaker, he said, what an honor to use your exact designs without retouching in a series as great as the book of Boba Fett. It's a shame they didn't credit me. They probably forgot. In any case, I'm super happy. Now, I don't know if the translation is is wrong. I, for I, me. I could it, sense a little sarcasm through the translation. Social media, there. but yeah, I could sense a little bit of sarcasm. Uh, uh, and I don't fucking blame him. I'd be pissed too. They didn't even get a shout out. I mean, come on, man. And he that, did a lot of work on that early Marvel he, Star Wars stuff. He did. All the star he did all the Darth Vader book and he did most of the Star Wars book after everybody stopped reading it. Dude, they handed the best and the brightest at Marvel Comics these books. Oh, sorry, I don't need that one. And and they took off. They said, All right, we're gonna do it. We love these, you know, these properties, we're gonna do it. 
created all of these new characters. I mean, this is the same book where a few issues later, they created Dr. Afra and the murder droids. Yeah. Okay. Dr. Afra is still going in the comics. Yeah. They're going to get screen adaptations. It's only a matter of time. I mean, I'm waiting, yeah. I'm waiting for Omega to show up in this Oh, series. sure. Sure. But I'm just saying, LaRocca created those motherfuckers too. All right? And it sucks that he is not going to get in on... I'm sorry, Black Chrysanthemum, whatever his name is. This motherfucker is going to have an action figure. I mean, maybe by the end of this fucking sentence. Okay? I was yeah. eager for them to for say his name out loud because all these years later, I still they, did not they, know how you were supposed to say his name. They didn't say they didn't they didn't put it black. They just called him um, Cardasan. Chrysanthemum. Yeah, it only sounds right. In the I think they said Chrysanthemum. They said Chrysanthemum. Yeah. Sorry. So there you go. Cool show still, though, but it's not really... I don't know what people were expecting. You know, this is a continuation of The Mandalorian. It's the direct spinoff. What was cool about The Mandalorian? It was a fucking Western. All right? That's what this is. That's exactly what this is. It's probably a little low stakes for people, I would imagine. But, you know... There's no Baby Yoda. It it's exactly what I thought it was okay. gonna be. Yeah, I, I mean I'm enjoying it. it. I'm enjoying it a lot, but it is true that Mando did have an advantage in that they were able to go to a new place, do a new thing every week. And we have been just dwelling in this one spot. Yeah, um, yeah. it, you know, it, it has kind of become sort of a I don't know, sort of like a a gag going, like kind of like a like a drinking moment where you where you see Boba go into his back to tank, it's like, oh gosh, it's time for another Tuscan moment or something. Time for another flashback. Can, can it, I, I ask know, it's a like question? dances with dances, you know, sort of dances with wolves, sort of thing. Yeah. And I don't know. Can I'm I, fine can with I that. It's going to hit the yeah. shit. Next next episode is going to hit the shit. Oh yeah, it's going to. They're the all band. dead yeah. now, and he's going to go and. Yeah, I am looking forward to the like gang warfare in the present in the next episode. And I am looking forward to Boba getting all Punisher on those motherfuckers. In the I next need episode some teenagers too. with attitude. <laughs> I, I, you could basically rewrite that scene. Like Boba shows up. Hey, I'm looking for some kids with nothing to lose and a <laughs> lot of free time. Yeah, right. We're here. Boba. <laughs> I'm waiting for one of their moms to show up and be like, damn it. Boba. That's Again, nice I'm okay with the kids. I'm even okay with their stupid-looking mopeds. But that chase scene <laughs> sucked. Yeah, that chase scene was garbage. It was bad. Now, those huts, oh, yeah. are they Siamese? No, they're not Siamese. They are have grown in together. Like, you hear about overly, uh, morbidly obese people growing into their fucking couches. Okay. Mm. They have grown, melded in together with their fatness. Okay. I I, I didn't know. Which is I even like, hotter, looking, if you ask me. <laughs> Super hot. Any of those poor slugs hot? who have to haul them around all the time, you know? Oh, uh, they're, they're getting paid. Are they? Or are they just, like, not getting killed? <laughs> they, they just I don't, think, I don't think you pay slave labor. <laughs> See? That's a debate for another time. Let's get into... Mmm, yummy. We'll do the next Boba Fett episode. Uh, we got a double dose. It is tis the season. Uh, something dumb and then something dumber. Uh, Lay's has this new thing called Golden Grounds. Try to, try to stay with me. Okay. Are they just crumbs? No. Oh, my God. What, are you going to put these on chicken? Pre-crumbed lays for your for your chicken, for yeah, your fried you, chicken. Your fried chicken. All right. What they do is they go to 
the home field of any NFL team. They take some of the soil from that field. <laughs> what? They soil the dirt from the field. I, I get that, yeah. And then they go and mix this dirt with their fields where they actually grow the potatoes, where they, where they get their potatoes. Why in. don't they just grow the potatoes in the fields in the offseason? Where they're playing football? Dude, you think, in the the off season, think of these guys are going to let you do some fucking farming in their stadiums <laughs> in the offseason? That would be ridiculous, dude. Yeah. We can't have the Aerosmith concert at the stadium because <laughs> this is we, corn. Got, we got corn on the 50-yard line, potatoes in the 30. <laughs> anyway. Watch out for the Brussels sprouts. <laughs> yeah, watch out for the Brussels sprouts in the end zone. So between January 11th and January 25th, because it's you know the biggest time of the year for <laughs> seven days, fans will have a chance to win a bag of these limited. I have to enter a fucking contest. It's a Twitter this. contest. Yeah, everything's a contest. It's a Twitter contest. This isn't something you're going to be like, all right, and just crack it open and start eating them. This is just something you hang on the wall. So I have to enter a contest to win dirt chi- uh, chips. Well, all potatoes are grown in dirt. Okay, that's yes, fair. Contest but when... Something I'm curious about: what about the stadiums that have astroturf? Oh, that's that's a different kind of potato. Like the bag is actually made out. Are they like the going out to the parking lot and like yeah. getting some dirt from there? I mean, those potatoes have a bit of a bounce to them. Yeah. Oh, Dave, nice one. All right, no, so there you go. There's potato chips. Uh, the big food news actually is Batman Oreos are coming. Limited edition Oreos featuring the image of uh, uh, Robert Pattinson, Patman. Oh, this is Robert Pattinson. Oh, Pattinson. Okay. No, I can see it now, actually, Garvey now that you say it. Clear to Garvey. me! Don't dip me in the milk! Oh. But, okay, so I have never felt this neutral about a bit of food news <laughs> that you have shared with us. Junk to me! I don't know. I'm trying to think of a cookie quote. I'm Batman. No, what if Batman? That's how the cookie crumbles. <laughs> I mean, he wouldn't say stop. that. He would never say that, though. You know. So, yeah, oh, like go. Adam West Batman well, might have said West something, Batman but then you got to do the Adam said, West yeah. voice. <laughs> yes. The Adam West Batman. He probably def, He probably said that. For I bet. Yeah. They, if you go back, did. And, you can they go like see an episode. episode. He probably said it. In the Scooby Doo episode, they actually had bat cookies and bat Scooby snacks. Ah, yeah. Are you so drinking? Batman cookies. <laughs> That's all I got. That's all. I mean, I'm sure they're fine. I mean, I'm sure they're Oreos. Oreos are great. <laughs> yeah, Oreos are fantastic. Just Oreos. Uh, A little warning you. there. I already, did I scare you? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, the Decepticons are coming. It's Megatron. <laughs> uh... I showed off my action figures and the problems I had with the snake You showed eyes. off your G.I. Joe action figures. Two great figures, but they were. it sucks. I got to get two figures. Anyway, last uh, issue of the series. Which um, was surprising. I, I thought it had at least one more issue, no, but, you know, it. whatever. Wreckers, Shredding Circuits, number four, David Mariotti, Jack Lawrence. Just a whole lot of meh. It was. It was. Um, you know, this was I, – I don't know what to feel about it because, you know, know this – was kind of the origin story of the Wreckers as kind of origin. becoming the team that we, we know that them to be. But it, yeah, you're right. It is a very lame origin. They completely fail to stop this terrorist attack. Yeah, not, this... they. 
so, they so didn't even win the race. They didn't even so, win the so, race. So last issue, they failed to win the big race to decide whoever the leader is of Velocitron, the this colony of Transformers. And yeah. so now this issue, they go to the big transfer of power ceremony where there's supposed to be this big peaceful transfer of power, but they and somebody expect that the mayhem capital. is going to attack. The what terrorists do attack. Yeah, and the terrorists do attack, and the wreckers suck. They, they didn't do shit. They, didn't, they, didn't they do shit. basically watch. In fact, not only do they not do shit, they help Mayhem get power. This guy right here um, is actually the leader of Mayhem. Yeah. Um, and he becomes the lead senator of Velocitron after this. Ascenticon. He wants the Ascenticons help, which, as we know later, are the Decepticons. The Decepticons. Yeah. Right. And then, and then one of their uh, team members gets pinned uh, on the the job, and they abandon them. They and just abandon them. Dies. And then Circuit just dies. And then Circuit just dies for no fucking reason at all. I had to go back. I was like, "What the fuck happened to Circuit? I couldn't find it." What he just got the him? shit beat out of him a few issues ago, and I guess he just dies from his injuries. Dumb, dumb as hell. Uh, this is the coolest part. Seeing the people that we actually know and oh yeah, getting to see World and Impactor and everybody, yeah, that was cool. But yeah, yeah, this this book had potential. It was cool for a while. It was nice to see Jack Lawrence art, but sure, it it definitely ended lame. I agree with the Jack Lawrence art. Everything else was stupid. Everything it was just dumb. This dumb idea of having Triple X, which is basically what they were like. The team is like Fast and Furious meets Triple X instead of Fast and Furious. I, I thought it's it like had potential at first. I liked the first two issues, like like that issue when they were at the party and they were going about getting the information and actually showing their skills as a team. I liked that issue, but everything after that, the race, <laughs> yeah, and this issue where they just they're just failures. They just suck. Yeah, they just suck. I don't know. I don't know either. It's just this in Transformers universe. It's it just yeah, sucks. Bring on Bob Kirkman, scumbag Bob Kirkman. Please save GI Joe and Transformers. Please, there ain't even a GI Joe book. Just the Hammer one that's been going on for forty fucking years. That's the only book still around. Hammer could write GI Joe in his fucking sleep. I want new Joe. Okay, I want new Transformers. This Transformers run sucks. Please, 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 somebody. Hmm. Let's get to top three. I think Taylor should go first. Taylor hadn't gone first in forever. And it's a shitty week. Put him on the spot. But it's a terrible week of comics. All right, Taylor, you're on the spot. All right. Um, as you were saying, it was kind of slim pickings this week. Uh, but for my number three, for my honorable mention, I guess I'll do uh, Batgirls number two. Oh, God. I, I've dropped this after the first issue. Just not my cup of tea. I suppose so, but the artwork is very distinct. It like you know, kind of the energy to it. So you know, it, it's a fun enough read, but not something I'd like full throatedly recommend anyone. Um, Agreed. For my actual number three, I will Damn, do no more honorable mentions. Holy shit! Nah. I have go no ahead. honorable mentions. Oh my gosh! Go I mean, ahead. there's other books that I enjoyed, but I don't want to just okay. Whatever. No, that's fair. Uh, but either way, um, uh, I'll do uh, King Conan number two. Um, this is, is actually this? the first Conan, o- 
Conan, Conan, I was about to say Conan O'Brien, but the I first thought, time, I would have read it as like, Conan O'Brien. Yeah, I would read yeah. that as King Conan O'Brien. I just have like a kind of like <laughs> autocomplete whenever I say Conan, I guess. But um, but no, um, this is the first Conan the Barbarian uh, book that I have ever read. And yeah, I'm enjoying it. I think Jason Aaron seems to be a good fit for this character. He kind of has this whole like. He's got that barbarian thing. Yeah, down. he has like this kind of like epic verse uh, narration to a lot of these things. Aaron yeah, gets the character for sure. Yeah, um, and yeah, it's just it's metal as fuck. He's there like back to back with a wizard, bare knuckle boxing, a bunch of goddamn zombies, and there's a bunch of like gorillas about to get sent by a witch to go collect him. And yeah, we get all of his flashback moments. So yeah, this book is a lot of fun. I'm enjoying the art. I'm enjoying the writing. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. These were my favorite part of the book. These one-page shots that felt like they were throwbacks to yeah, for Zeta um, era. I really enjoyed the montage. Like a lot yeah. of these did kind of remind me of like the old like Conan movie with like Schwarzenegger back in the day. Yeah. Great movie. Yeah, these felt like for Zeta, you know, pieces, dude. Like old and I just get off on that sort of our old Dungeons and Dragons pages in the in the in the manuals yeah. and shit. Well, yeah, yeah. Really um Dungeons and Dragons in particular does owe a lot to properties like Conan for, for sure. Yeah. Excellent show. Oh, it's on me. Uh I'm sure this will be mentioned again. Uh honorable mentions Bat uh, Robin and Batman number three. Worth a mention just because Lemire did so great and uh Nguyen is awesome. Uh uh Wastelanders uh Black Widow was actually really good. This was actually Yelena. Uh, yeah. And even Estenite and Well B was the artist. Uh, Yelena versus the Lizard. And it's a pretty deep story. She joins up with AIM to help overthrow the Red Skull, you know, in the future, in this alternate future. But then she falls for the AIM leader. He gets captured and the Lizard bites his fucking legs off. And he's like, I didn't talk. I didn't talk. And she's like, I know, but I can't get you out of here now, you know, on a rescue mission. And she just blows his ass away. It was just, it was really well done. You know, he only had an issue to tell the story. And I thought he did it, you know, really well. So, uh, again, I think this one's probably going to be mentioned again. My number three is Dark Ages number four. Tom Taylor, uh, Ivan Coella, just big, dumb, stupid fun. And it's really fucking cool, man. I mean, Storm is awesome. There's a bunch of fucking, like... What the hell was that in Pirates of the Caribbean? Davy Jones, you know, sell your soul and you're on the ship. He basically ripped that shit off and just like, we'll make them ghost riders. And they're cool as hell. Fin Fang Foom comes out and you're like, oh shit. But no, it's Hank Pym riding fucking Fin Fang Foom. It's fucking stupid. He's still stuck as a giant. I loved it. It It's great. Tom Taylor continues to dominate comics in 2022. So there you go. That's my number three. Not cool. much to say about the book. Nothing happened. They're just floating around on a boat. Just dumb stuff happening. Just dumb, big, stupid, dumb nonsense. I loved it. Yeah, that's cool. Cool. All right. Well, uh, I don't have any honorable mentions this week. Um, so me. my number three is Marauders number 27. That is my number two. Uh, yeah, it's kind of a epilogue transition issue. Um, Duncan people... kind of feels, his, feels out his threads. You know, yeah, right. It's a little sloppy, um, but he gets it done. Right. You know, he's tying things up and also planting seeds for things in the future. Uh, characters leave the team, like Pyro. Um, yeah, he's on his book tour. Yeah. And then the other big thing is um, Emma steps down. Uh, she's no longer the White Queen, I guess. Um, and then she was the Black Queen. Or the she? Black Queen, yeah, yeah, she's the Black Queen. And then Sebastian Shaw also steps down. He's no longer the Black King. Yeah. Um, 
that kind of frees them up for the council, the, the quiet council book. Right. That book doesn't have to worry Immortal about X-Men. anything else going on. Yeah. Uh, I had a fun, fun with this issue. First of all, Phil Noto. I mean, th- this art is beautiful. That is it gorgeous. Is. Phil Noto can do oh my no, gosh. no uh, bad Mateo art. Mateo Lolly did some art in here too, but it was a great good job too. from both of them. Yeah. And then uh, it also, you know, planted some seeds for the future stuff. Like I'm, sure. I'm super excited about uh, the Richard stuff. Uh, Kate and Richards getting their shit together. It's fucking cool. Uh, building right out of Pip Zdarsky's Fantastic Four X-Men uh, miniseries. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I loved this. Pyro using his abilities in weird, you know, new ways. You know, he made it so his gun wouldn't go off by controlling the fire in the gun. Just fucking st- stupid, but man, so cool. And then, yeah, Iceman going to Heffelfrucken or whatever, wherever the hell the ice giant. Yeah, are. he's just beating the shit out of the ice trolls. And he's like, Joe yeah. Well, wherever. I don't know. Yeah, and, he's like, and he's like, show me the ice giants that f- that fight uh, Thor. And they're like, we are the ones who fight yeah, Thor. Yeah, he's just kicking their ass. Uh, and they're like, why are you doing it just to see if I could? And you guys needed some payback for, I don't know, don't whatever that ever was again. five years ago, whenever the hell it was. War of the Realms, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that was a solid. It was only issue. like two or three years ago. I think it was 2018. That might have been 2019. Time runs weird yeah, these days. Yeah, time runs really say. weird the past few years. I remember it being fairly recent, but it was definitely a few years ago now. Yeah, it, it was a good event, though. I mean, it was an Aaron yeah. event. It was an Aaron event. So it was yeah, it was pretty good. Point. It was the end of his Thor run, so yeah, yeah. it was pretty good. Uh, yeah, solid choice, uh, especially this, this week. Uh, so yeah, Dave, honorable mentions. Uh, honorable mentions. I also are you just now deciding? No, <laughs> I'm also going to throw out an honorable mention for Wastelanders Black Widow. It was okay, probably, probably the better of the Wastelander books that I've read. Uh, the Doom one was kind of not great. I, I the only other one I read, I think. Well, I didn't go to the shop last week because of the snow, so I haven't even gotten a chance to read the Doom book yet. Yeah, so but yeah, the Black Widow book, it was it was it was pretty good, yeah. Thank you. I'm glad someone else read it. I didn't think anybody else was going to read that. Uh, my number three pick is Department of Truth, number 15. Solid. Solid. Yeah. Uh, they talk about the Mothman of Point Pleasant in this book. Man, I should have known. I should have grabbed images of this because I, I forgot you were even reading this book. But you are just the Mothman guy. Yeah, um, there's a <laughs> love Mothman. <laughs> well, I don't love. I love. I you know, love fucking Mothman. I know the it's lore okay. of Mothman. I know the lore of Mothman. It's yeah. a, he's a cryptid. He's an interesting cryptid. Yeah. Um, uh, but they the also the design have, of this book was weird. Yeah, but the the it 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 kind of exp- expands on the 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 Tulpa concept a yeah. whole lot in this book yeah. that the people of that that um the Department of Truth put out the the sto- seeded stories of strange flying objects and then this the mothman became a, an entity on onto itself yeah they were like experimenting with it yeah like they and, didn't really understand how the idea of tulpas work like you can believe something into existence just yes. by spreading rumors and yes. that's basically what this how this whole book revolves around yeah tulpas tulpas are uh human concepts given form and function yeah uh, uh but- Again, let's get to the the design, right? Like, 
a lot of this, like three or four pages in a row, would There's, just be nothing but text. Yeah, it's just like a report. It's just like, like a report, you know, like you're like reading a, a, a debriefing report. Like the guy yeah. is telling you what has happened, and somebody is asking questions. Yeah, it's like an interview. Yeah, uh, a transcription of an interview, and then the next page will be just a picture of the fucking Mothman, like. What up? That's the whole page. It's there's like, a two the page. There's a there's a two page yeah. spread in here of the collapse of the Silver Bridge. Yeah, which they blame on. Which is blamed on the Mothman. That yeah. actually happened in the '60s. Yeah, and they they associate this bridge collapse, which killed several people, with Mothman. Yeah. And because it's, of yeah. because of that, the Mothman has been. Uh, tied to disasters. Whenever it's so it's weird that we're talking about this, man, and. and it is, but but <laughs> there's there's another there's one additional twist in this yeah. book that I did not expect. They're tying this into the Kennedy assassination because Lee Harvey Oswald <laughs> is wild, was the dude. man who brought wild. down the Mothman, and they have and like a man in black showing up, and it's weird. It's wild, dude. It is crazy. I mean, Tiny really has done his homework to get all this shit, you know, together. But when you. The reason, hold on. The reason this is weird because, I mean, Dave, you see, he's got you know Bigfoot as his image there, but, but for a while it's just me and him doing this show, and dude, he used to just go off on these wild fucking tangents about jackalopes and fucking <laughs> aliens and shit, and it's just weird that there is a fucking book that is making all that shit way cooler than he ever made it. But I just think it's. But funny. you, you and I bonded over our mutual love of Art Bell. Oh, uh, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so and you, that's where all this, you, yeah. you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's where all the passion for all the shit in Department of Truth really comes from is Art Bell. Yeah, but excellent but, choice, good choice. Yeah. It's it was a really good book. I enjoyed the artwork. I enjoyed a lot of those big spreads in there, and some of them kind of evoked that Mothman art from Frank Bazzata. Exactly, which is the second it time really we bringing him up in this podcast. Yeah, it really did. Yeah, it was a fun book, really fun book. Uh, Taylor number two. Uh, for my number two, I suppose I'll do uh, Daredevil Woman Without Fear number one. Oh, um, solid. That is my number one pick. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, um, so I have not been reading Sadarsky's uh, Daredevil run. I should go back and get the volumes for that, I think, at this point. But yeah, um, since I'm reading uh, Devil's Reign, I thought I'd pick this up. Seems like a sign in, and it's way sort better of than is. Superior Four. I'm sure it is. I did not pick that one up. <laughs> um, garbage. It was garbage. But yeah, this was fun. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, it was a good look at a pretty complex character. I mean, Daredevil is, sorry, Elektra is not a good person. And it's kind of interesting to kind of like read a genuinely morally neutral character, you know? Like there was that whole thing where like we're reading about her dark past and like, you know, oh, the first time she was made to kill someone and she didn't really hesitate for a second to do it. And then she's like, I don't feel bad about it. You know, like I actually enjoyed doing it. And I feel like that's kind of, it's so different from like these normal things where it's like, oh, how, what a monster I was. But like Electra is a person who doesn't give a shit about that. Like she embraces being a bad person and it's, it's an interesting read. And now she's like, things done. Yeah. Now she's using her blunted size and like, she's pain in the ass this is that I can't kill anyone while I'm still yeah, trying she to was get really pissed. They really focused like two pages on here how upset she was that she couldn't just murder the fucking kingpin. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Rafael De, to- De La Torre uh, did the art. Great art. Chip Zdarsky knows how to write this character. 
My problem with this book is it felt like it was rushed. She goes to college. She throws back to uh, Akka, uh, who got her into the hand. She throws back to Stick. There is, she goes, there is, says, there oh, is a lot Akka's of jumping around. Me. I got, got in a car accident. And it's like, what the fuck? It was just. I feel like they were trying to like on. hit that balance between like not bogging it down completely with exposition, but also doing like kind of like the greatest hits version of like her backstory for like a new yeah. reader who may not know it. But. That's it. Could have been better, but I thought it was handled well enough, and you know, I enjoyed the read. To me, yeah, this it, felt like a an electro book for Daredevil fans. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and I guess I am more of a Daredevil fan than an electro fan. Yeah, so hey, I guess I am that target demo for yeah, sure. She, she's for sure. dealing. She's dealing with the fact that now she's a hero when she was the antihero. Um, that was one of the big things. She, uh, Matt, Matt Murdoch gave her an opportunity to be something she's never had been before was yeah. a hero. Great uh, sex scene in this. Oh issue yeah. Too. There's, there's that. Uh, I mean, it was really romantic. Like, Oh, we got to go. And then like, no. And he, the way Chip Zdarsky wrote it, it was, it, it wasn't just, you know, blatant. Oh, they're doing it. No, it was like, they can't resist each other, the good and the bad. And it, Chip just really knows how that to That is an interesting that. dichotomy. We're kind of used to like Matt's perspective where like he knows she's bad, but she can't, but he can't resist her. And now we're seeing like she knows he's good and like ultimately like kind of kind of get in her way, but he she can't resist him either. Yeah. Also, that's an interesting she, dichotomy. But then there's that attraction, but there's also that disconnect there because she's like, and she says it about Stick, she says it about Akka, and she says it about Matt. I live in this world where these men are think we think you know, in terms of black and white. And she's like, I've always been in the gray. And it, it really in, it, it expounds on that, you know, lets us know everything that she means by that line. And it works, you know, it works as a single issue. Man, what was the end reveal here? Oh, yeah, the end Craven. reveal. Yeah, Craven. fucking Craven the Hunter. Weird as shit, what? what? It's an interesting what? matchup. That's like someone who, like, is a decent <gasps> matchup against Electra. I think it's a good pull. Yeah. This is like this is well, like Axe of Vengeance yeah. level stuff right here. It like it's weird. someone, it's a fight where like realistically it could go either way, you know. Especially if Electra ain't trying to murder nobody. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Excellent choice. Uh, not a bad book. Uh, that was your number two. My number two was Marauders. Uh, number twenty-seven. We already talked about it. I would show the cover, but let me just show off this awesome Phil Noto <laughs> showing Emma Frost. You know, we didn't mention that the Cuckoos are now in charge of the damn they are. club. We didn't mention that at all. That's pretty wild. You know, that's that the Hellfire Club is just getting exciting again. You know, it, it kind of sort of weaned off after the uh, Hellfire Club. I, I like Gala. how the cuckoos decide who's in charge. It's just whichever one's wearing white that day. Yeah, it's wild. They're great. <laughs> They're awesome. Oh, uh, yeah, that was my number two, Marauders. Uh, Adam. Uh, my number two was uh, Joker number 11. Oh, this book uh, is the book that won't end. It is. It's I'm another tiny quit. It's another tiny book. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I think he's off this book after like 16 or something anyway. Uh, yeah. But uh, this issue is all about the Texas Chainsaw people. So it was oh, great. Cool. Uh, um, the family. Yeah. So it, it gives you their whole backstory, it gives you them. Um, Murdering the the teenage kids, then they get off off of it because they find oil on their land, and the the network, which is the the huge organization that Jim Gordon's been trying to bring down, um, helps them become oil barons and get off scot free, basically for oh, those kid crazy. murderers. 
Yeah. It, so it, like it's all, Leatherface it's gets like helped that. out by the Illuminati. Is that the basic right. gist of it here? Basically. <laughs> and so basically this whole entire book is Jim Gordon versus the 1% of the world. Uh, oh, wild. Okay. And that's so, what this whole book is basically being Jim Gordon versus versus whoever. Um, yeah. But uh, the Joker is only in the last page of this uh, book. <laughs> uh, they they captured him in the last issue, yeah. and um, at the end of this issue, they have him set up to to eat him in the next issue. So. Does this meat taste funny? Basically, <laughs> Dude, basically. Dave, oh, that would be God. your best joke ever, Dave. Thank you. You know, sadly, Ever. that might be true, but it's still it's, not a that good was joke. Fantastic, good timing, great. You know, it's like you were saving it. Is that in your notes? That's in your notes. No. Good choice, Joker. I need to go back and read that shit. I only ever read the first issue. I think you'd like it. I think so too. Dave, are you are you opening a wrapper? No, actually, I'm opening a model. A model. That's so much better. Yeah, it okay. is. It is. Uh, Dave, you're number two. My number two is a book called We Ride Titans. It's my number one. Mm. It's amazing. Great. Adam, you've got to get your hands on this book. If you love oh, yeah. if you love Pacific cool. Rim, if you love Pacific Rim and you love dysfunctional families, this is the book for you. Yeah. They essentially eat essentially the world lives in this uh place where there's monsters that show up and there are like people kaiju that, come like kaiju like come storms you know they just yeah. come every once in a while and they there's these uh pilots uh, the pilot these machines called titans and this guy right here deej is a pilot and he is drunk on the job he's an alcoholic <laughs> he, and he, and he is gets like, his ass kicked. He gets his ass kicked and wrecks a city block, but he kills the Titan in the process. And now people are upset. And there's a backstory in there where uh, control of the Titans and defense against these kaiju is being turned over to the government. And this particular operation in New, was it Harbinger? New Hyperion. Hyperion. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah it, I think it's New Hyperion. Um, I got Harbinger in my head for some reason. Um, but. Uh, it's still a family-owned operation. And we have Kate here, who is the brother of Deej, who's getting pulled back into the family business. She's been estranged from her family. Yes, like her she... mom shows up after she sees this on her TV with her wife. And her wife's just like, Oh hell, okay, this is how off. we're gonna meet this is how we're gonna meet your mom. Yeah, and she's sitting there talking to her mom at the doorway, and her mom's like, You mind if I come in? She's like, Yeah, I don't want you to come in. She's like, We need you, you know, the family needs you. And she's like, okay. And then her wife shows up. He's like, oh, is this your mom? And it's real awkward. And the great thing about the writing is it's like relationship building, right? Like, I like all of the characters, right? They're all pretty cool, even though we didn't even really meet a lot of them for more than a we, panel. We or got two. like a, a very surface introduction. But the connections between these characters are very defined through the use of tropes and just lines where you can tell it's just all very well done. And it's not easy to do that like in a single issue, dude, but yeah, there's I don't a lot. even give a fuck about the kaiju. I want to see where the family drama going to go. Yeah. I mean, it is deep that, fucking this drama. Is, this is, this is the opposite of a Godzilla film where, you know, yeah. Godzilla is the, you know, the, the human interact, the human element of the story is the weak part where this is basically going to be a very human driven story with the yeah. kaiju in the background. Yeah. Because like, if, Gomer, I'm, uh, if Gomer, if Gomer could put that panel back up for a second. 
The last one, this one? Yeah. The second panel right here, that is actually a fight between a Titan and a Kaiju, and she's just driving on the interstate. Yeah, just like it's something that normally happens, yeah, it's something right? That, and then yeah. she sees it in her rear view and then is going to New Hyperion. I just love that symbolism there. It's just very well this done, is like dude. This is like, you know, another day at the office kind of thing. Yeah, so that's what she's she's going back to her strange family because, and they make it out to seem like, oh, your family really needs you. Come help your brother. And she gets there. She's like, you know, I don't give a fuck about any of that. Oh yeah, that whole that whole conversation she had with her parents. Yeah, you need me to drive the damn Titan so I can kick some kaiju ass. Where are the keys? Now where the fuck's my brother? And the next issue is her going to be, you know, going off on this selfish bastard who's been driven to drink by his dysfunctional family. And uh, it's, it's fucking cool, man. Yeah, you got to get your hands on this, Adam. I'm going to get yeah, you. Yeah, I'm kind of disappointed Diamond screwed us last week because otherwise I would have totally picked this up. Yeah, it is fantastic. Fantastic Sweet. book. Okay, well, well, I'll talk about that after we get done. Well, that's it. We're done. We got Taylor's uh, number one, and then I think that's everybody. Well, I got my number one also. Oh, I thought it was already mentioned. Uh, my number one was Robin and Batman number three. That's my number one. Also. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I mean, Jeff Lemire, like always does good shit. Um, I like how he's sort of like taking us on kind of like three issues of development for Robin where like he goes from being like, you know, angsty teen Robin to like loyal soldier Robin. And now he's kind of gotten to the point though, where he's like, I can kind of see Bruce Wayne as a human being now. And I recognize that I don't have to be a carbon copy of him. I can be my own person. You know, I don't have to be. Yeah. And I think that's what Batman was trying to teach him all along, but he knew he really couldn't teach it. But in the same way, if you go back and read the other, the first two issues, Alfred's trying to teach him the same fucking thing. Oh, Alfred's been trying to teach him that the whole time. Yeah, the family dynamics with yeah, that that, that was definitely the strongest part of this book is the family dynamics. The whole Alfred, uh, Bruce arguing about parenting, Dick. Yeah, yeah, it was all great. Yeah, Alfred is a great mom. I will say he is. um, He is. is. I I love Killer Croc in this issue too. Yeah, in that whole fight scene at the end with like him like taking to the air and like high flying acrobatics action, that was really cool. It's a good way to handle it. Um, really good artwork on that scene. Um, and it ended with them playing Dungeons and Dragons. So hey, what's not look like? It did. It did end with them playing. Well, a, a tabletop role-playing game. Well, more importantly, right. like, that I wish and, I like, the whole thing it. with, like, the Teen Titans, you know, we do get to see that, like, Dick is not going to just, like, cut himself off from the world around him. And we know he wasn't. Sure. We know, like, adult Dick Grayson is, like, the friendliest guy on Earth. Oh, he's, but... he's by far the most socially a- adapted member of the Bat family. I mean, by that's far. That's not oh, a definitely. high hurdle to clear, but yes. It's, that's oh, I mean, sure. It's not. It's not. But easily easily so yeah great book great series man it's gonna make a wonderful hardcover uh we talked about jeff lemire last week in the news this will be his last dc book maybe forever oh wow a long time well he's going to image uh well no he still has he still has that swamp thing book to finish up oh yeah oh yeah he's got to do green hell yeah i think that's still got two issues so it's got two more issues yeah you're right my bad we'll talk about I'll, i'll say that same thing in two in three or four months when that comes out so uh, again, my number one this week was the surprise We Ride Titans. Fucking fantastic issue. Again, it was Trace Dean as the writer. Sebastian Perez uh, did the art. Um, just fantastic book. Very fun. Not what I was expecting out of Me a neither, dude. But it was a treat. 
The thing about it was, not only I was not expecting what it was, if you'd have told me that that's what it actually was, I'd have said, I'm going to fucking hate this. It's like a family relationship book, but there's kaiju? No, that sounds ridiculous and stupid, but the writer just pulled it off, man. He just made me believe it. Uh, Adam's number one was Batman and Robin. Uh, number three of three, Dave. Mine was a Daredevil Woman Without Fear, number one. Oh, that's right. Woman Without Fear, number one. So that's it. We're around the block. Uh, kind of a shitty week for comics. I, no one else. Did anyone else read Dark Ages? No one else had that on their list? No, nah, I haven't been reading it. It's great, dude. Tom Taylor. Uh, anyway, yeah, thanks, everybody, for hanging out. We're going to do this again tomorrow night with the uh, uh, preview show. So many fucking books. Decided, provided that Dynamite or whoever it was doesn't like – Oh, uh, Dynamite They have them up now. Yeah. They have uh, them up. Now. I did I did okay. check yeah. earlier today. Unless they change shit tomorrow, which I'm pretty sure their offices are closed tomorrow for the Martin Luther King holiday. They should be up and ready to go for us tomorrow night. So, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about all the new books coming out next week. And holy shit, it is a huge week from everybody. Everybody's got a big week. I, I mean, it might be an $80 week. Oof. There are a wow. lot of books dropping, dude. There are a lot of books coming out. So uh, be sure to come back to this uh, platform wherever you're at tomorrow. Uh, go to OutrightGeekery.com to check out uh, all the links to all that different shit we've got going on. Again, OutrightGeekery.com. Uh, we got other shows that we got going on, uh, like this one, the one tomorrow night. The Comical Coolies are here uh, doing their shit later on. I was just on their show last week, the week before, doing our top uh, shit uh, of last year. Fun time. Uh, you know, come back and check them out. They're awesome. Uh, Big Willie's here doing shit. Uh, usually just showing off Sean's uh, art and stuff. He's got a big sale going on right now. You know, go back through the feed. You'll find Sean Howe's stuff. Um, we got just so much stuff going on, y'all. So much fun. Uh, so, yeah, thanks, everybody, for hanging out. But most of all, thanks to these jokers for hanging out with this joker. Always a pleasure. We're going to do it again next time. Same geek time, same geek channel. <laughs>